Hey guys, good morning. It's episode 22 of the Get Into This podcast. It's me, Tanise. I'm 36. It's September. Summer is over. So that's a whole lot of change this past week. This week, I'm just giving you a quick wrap up of fucking Hurricane Dorian and how it destroyed my life, and also um, some of my summer takeaways. So keep listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Um, whenever you're listening to this, um, this is episode 22, begin to this podcast. It's me, Tanise, and it is some ungodly hour that I am up recording this. Um, ungodly hour, also known as 6 a.m. I was listening to a podcast last night, and um, the guest was on there talking about how she wakes up at 5 a.m. to be more productive and do all these things before the sun rises. And that was my hope. And I was like, you know what? That was like the one thing that I've truly not tried to do um, in life is <laughs> wake up before my alarm. I am a snoozer. I am a three-time snoozer. I am a lay in bed and see my alarm go off and still hit snooze. I wait until the last possible second to wake up. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and record this. And I'm like, that's so completely unrealistic. Like 5 a.m. is 4.59 and 4 o'clock is a stupid hour to do, be doing anything. Um, so that didn't happen. So, um, but six o'clock in the morning is quite ambitious for me. So needless to say, I'm here recording this at 6 a.m. instead of doing it last night, because I've realized that Sunday nights are really my like Zen moment. Um, and so I'm probably not going to be able to do a lot on Sunday nights, especially as the weather gets more cool. Like I really just want to be snuggled and relaxing so anyway we'll see we'll see what my recording days actually move to it's not going to affect you guys obviously but you know just a little thing so um last week I was late in my recording and I totally promised you that I would be on time this week and I am but I also said I've been gassing myself up for this birthday trip that I was taking and the fact that I was actually having a birthday and all that stuff well fuck that um, because this stupid ass hurricane came through and ruined all my motherfucking plans at the very last minute. Um, the tr- entire trip got canceled. Um, and so I did not go to Miami. I did not go lay out on the beach. I did not, um, do what I intended to do. However, I stayed at home and after I, I, I had to sulk through my emotions, um, on Wednesday night Um, because my plane was leaving on Thursday morning at like 6 a.m. So I had to really go through some emotions. Um, I just got over it and made the best out of a very long weekend here in D.C. So that's what I did. I am happy to report that I, you know, feel good at 36. Um, 35 was a major thing for me. I was, I was, I was Carrie Bradshaw age and I was definitely living, um, at 35 but 36 we'll see we'll see what 36 presents i think it will be a very similar um feeling to 35 i think after 35 everything pretty much feels the same until you ride on to 40 so um i had a good i had a good birthday weekend i did i did a lot and um i was off from thursday until this last night so what is that five days 
Um, and so, or something like that. And so, um, <clears throat> I spent the weekend pretty much with a different person every day or like different, like half days. I, I chopped up my time and it was not intentional. I didn't schedule things with these people, um, because I obviously wasn't even supposed to be in town. Um, but, um, Thursday, um, the friend that I was going on the trip with came over and she and I, um, spontaneously went and got tattoos. I have a tattoo shop right behind my house and I have several tattoos. And so I've always wanted, um, some tattoo in my own likeness and I really couldn't figure out what I was going to do. There was, um, a tattoo artist in Atlanta that does like, um, little cherubs, like the angels that look like people, like actual people. It's, it's a really cute, but he does it in a very like cartoon way. And I, for years I wanted that, like years ago I wanted that and I wanted it, um, maybe with me and Reagan. And then I wanted a traditional pinup girl, but I wanted a black pinup girl who had more of my like look to her. So I've kind of played around with this idea for years with different artists and stuff like that. But anyway, I took the plunge and now I have a silhouette of myself um, in a bodysuit and it's perfect. It's exactly what I think I look like in my most simplistic form and just a bodysuit and some skin and that's it. So, um, yeah. And she got a scorpion. She's a Scorpio. And, um, we had a good time at the tattoo place, just chopping it up with the tattoo artists. And if you guys are tattoo people, you know, um, if you're getting your tattoos done in shops, not in, you know, back alley somewhere in these little silly ass tattoo parties that anyway, I won't even give my judgment about those, but, um, tattoo artists are hilarious. They've got a lot of life and a lot of stories that go along with it. So it's always a fun time in those shops. So we had a good day and then we went um, and um, um, what did we do? Oh, we laid out at the pool and it was fun. We took photos and, you know, just hung out and had girl talk and it was, it was a good day. Friday um, was my actual birthday and um, my daughter knew that I obviously wasn't going to Miami. And so I was so proud of her for making the decision to, um, have a happy day because, you know, she is also, um, approaching her birthday. She'll be 14 in a couple weeks. And so the moods go very high and low around here. So I don't ever know what version of her I'm going to get from day to day. So I had asked her like if she could please be in a good mood and she, she stuck with it and she was in a good mood. And we went, um, to a certain neighborhood in DC and we, did a little consignment shopping. We had breakfast. Um, we had, um, we tried to have lunch happy hour type of thing with a girlfriend, but that didn't work because it just didn't work. But anyway, we, I was able to see one of my other girlfriends, um, for about an hour or so. And we just kind of meandered around the city and had a good time and we enjoyed each other. And that's what mattered. And she just had the best attitude the whole day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I'm telling you guys, if you have a 13 year old or any type of teenage daughter, especially, and you can get an extended period of time, you, you know, for a couple hours, I mean, where their attitude is positive, not just neutral but positive it is such a treat so I was super ecstatic about that um 
and we did some shopping. I probably did more than I probably should have done, but whatever. <clears throat> I'm gearing up to go on this um to go on this savings hiatus. So I was like, let me just shop this up now cuz September I'm basically not going to be um doing any damn thing in a store. Um, what did we do on Saturday? On Saturday, I went out with breakfast. I went out to breakfast, um, with another girlfriend and, well, brunch, I guess, and, um, had my, it was one, I like this restaurant. It's called Milk and Honey. There's, I think, three of them in the DC area and it's a black owned, um, like brunch spot. So they've got the traditional like heavy plates, like shrimp and grits is like a ton of fucking food. And then they'll do like all the, all the, all the stuff that you want. And it is like a lot of food, um, just slapped on a plate. Um, and it was in that very moment. Like I, I excused myself from keto for the weekend because that was my plans while I was on vacation. Anyway, I was like, I'm not gonna like not have a carb if I want it. I'm not just going to like overindulge, but I'm not going to not eat. And that's exactly what I did here. So I ordered shrimp and grits because it's my favorite dish at this particular restaurant, but I couldn't even finish it. And I was like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see the point in just stuffing myself just to stuff myself. My stomach is clearly smaller than it's been, um, before I started keto. And I, I feel, I feel good. I made good decisions even while I was off, so to speak. Um, and just didn't overindulge in anything, but had a little taste of whatever I wanted to, but just wasn't like, uh, I must eat this because it's in my fucking face. Um, so we had breakfast and then um, we came back to my place, laid out in the sun, pulled it up a little bit. Um, so that was that was a fun day. Um, and then that evening, I went out with Malika, who you all know, formerly of the Get Into This podcast. Um, and so we went out to dinner and then we met up um, with some folks who I'm not disclosing in this moment. Um, at a hookah bar, which also is, you know, against my normal, um, my normal whatever of me trying to be at a fucking hookah bar. And then we went to breakfast until 1130 in the morning the next day and with these same people and sat there and talked and it was really good. And it was, uh, like majorly insightful, um, with these people and it was such a good day overall. Like I had a full Saturday, like 24 hour Saturday. It was, it was full. Um, and then Sunday, my little sister came down and we hung out with my daughter and did a little bit more of this thrifting, as my daughter would call it, but it's really um, consignment shopping. I haven't found a really good thrift shop in this area um, yet, but we do do consignment shopping. So we did consignment shopping. That's like her thing now. She thinks she's like um, the coolest kid around by buying this stuff that she's found. Um, and then we came back home and just lounged around with my little sister. And, um, that was that. And then yesterday, Monday, um, I saw Malika again. We laid out the pool for a brief moment and, um, I, oh, oh, I did go out to breakfast with my sister before she left. And it was just a nice relaxing day, kind of just, you know, hanging out in old town, Alexandria. And then Malika at the pool. And then I came home and was just in my space, cleaned up, Got my got myself ready for September. Got myself ready for Tuesday, the first day of the week, this week, and you know just 
chilled out. So it was a full time. I will, however, go somewhere because I got this credit to use with this um, airline. So I do have to go somewhere within the next 60 days. I mean, I'd like to go back to Miami, but like, let's see what happens. Um, anyway, that was my last week as I've touched on the fact that I stopped keto um, for the weekend. I am back on to keto today, or I started again yesterday. Guys, I love eating this way. I didn't think I was going to tell you that, but I do. It makes a huge difference. I hit where I wanted to hit in, in three weeks, because that's really what I gave myself before my birthday was just three weeks. And as I was doing it, and once I really got into the into ketosis, I was like, man, if I would have started this shit in March, I would absolutely be where I wanted to be. But three weeks is tough, obviously, to really do substantial like body transformation, even with the working out. I mean, I'm where I wanted... I, I looked how I wanted to look, but I could have looked... A million times better so i'm back on keto and this is just how i'm gonna eat and honestly it's not really a diet thing like nobody needs to be eating a shit ton of carbs and sugar all day every day any fucking way i mean look around look around and look at the people who sit around and eat carbs and sugar all day do they look amazing probably not um do they have health issues probably so so you know i i'm just not going to subscribe to eating carbs and sugar all the fucking time if it is something if i'm out in an amazing restaurant and there's a piece of bread maybe i'll have a piece of bread but do i need to be eating sandwiches all day absolutely not so i'm back um don't try to tempt me with your restaurant um recommendations or whatever i'm not interested i'm going to be eating tuna out of a bag <laughs> until uh christmas so anyway there's the week this episode particularly is my summer wrap-up and the things that I fell in love with in the summer and that I will probably forever be in love with for the foreseeable future and things that maybe it would have just transition into fall, winter, whatever. But these are my favorite things from summer. Ready? Here it goes. These are in no particular order, okay? First thing, biker shorts. I am. I have to be the happiest person that... The biker shorts came back like seriously i remember being a kid and getting the they were like the they were biker shorts but they were like black um shiny biker shorts and they had a blue stripe up the one one side of your leg and then they had a pink stripe up the other side of your leg and you'd wear those with like some stupid crop top looking shirt and then the patent leather shoes were out with the frilly bow uh um laces like it was a look it was a whole 80s kid look but i am so glad that look is not here but a version of it obviously the much more adult sexed up version is back i wore biking shorts all summer long like at least once a week they were the easiest thing to go from daytime getting a coffee into the studio out at night i trans i mean I, I i took i had different versions of them i had like um, the regular stretchy cotton ones that were clearly um, more athletic. And then I had the, um, the faux leather ones from Spanx that I've told you guys about eons ago that I would wear um, at nighttime. I just bought some like neon pink ones that I was going to wear on my trip. Um, I've got like so many versions of them now. They're, they're like my favorite piece because you can do so much with them. And they're like not completely booty shorts when you're not trying to like have that look but they're not a full pant i mean they're they're perfect they're absolutely perfect and if you get a high-rise one they suck you in where you want to be sucked in they shape you out i mean it's basically like wearing 
like Spanx, like a, a, a good shapewear as real clothes. And I mean, who can argue with that? No one. So, um, biker shorts, they're my thing. And they're probably going to be my thing next summer too. Even if they're not on trend, they're my trend. It's my new look now. And I'm going to fucking go with it. You have to know it looks good on you. And they look good on me. So I'm going to wear them. Um, what also looked good on me, surprisingly, was the color pink. I wear black all of the time. Like, black, 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 black shoes, black pants, black tank tops, black t-shirts, black blazers, black sweatshirts, black hoodies. I love the color black. I think it looks so chic. But my, like, um, transition into color is pink and it is neon pink and barbie pink and i love it i think it looks so good against my skin it makes me feel so fresh and like youthful to wear pink and let that be like the color like i wasn't out here wearing pink yellow green uh no i was wearing pink and black and denim and repeat pink black denim again and a sprinkle of white of course but other than that like the color was pink and it's 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 the vibe and pink nails i was riding that out and i'm gonna keep riding it out i always have um only a certain amount of nail colors that i flow through which is basically um four like white black red nude um and red i think i started red already i don't know but now pink whatever my normal rotation is pink is now added into it and it's not like a soft pink it is a barbie pink and that's what the hell i'm wearing so now i know that i can add pink into all of my seasonal wear it will find its way into my fall wear as well um so yeah i love pink pink is 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 my jam um so going for my clothes right the other thing that i really um zoomed in on for summertime was having this aesthetic i love the word aesthetic it sounds like you know what the fuck you're talking about when you say aesthetic um it sounds very artsy but it's it's legit so this is so malika and i were having a conversation yesterday um she's got um some new gigs going on and she's like i i don't have a i don't have a look I, i you know i'm trying to find who i'm gonna be what i'm gonna dress like all this stuff. And I'm like, you have to get an aesthetic. And when you know how you dress, then it makes shopping so much easier because you won't be out here buying like one-off pieces. You buy what fits that aesthetic. So for the summertime, I wore athleisure like exclusively, which is why biker shorts were such a big hit for me because I could dress them down with sneakers. I could dress them up with a heel. Like I could wear them with so many different things. You could put a blazer on with a biker short. You could wear a crop top with a biker short. Like you could wear anything with a biker short. But uh, um, the athleisure was totally my aesthetic and I stayed in that aesthetic. And if I didn't buy anything that didn't fit that aesthetic, I just um, folded up like all of my clothes last night and the amount of sports bras and workout leggings that I have is absurd compared to the real clothes that I own. Like I've got like four shirts and at least 25 pairs of (laughs) leggings because that was my aesthetic and that's all I shopped in. Um, And so that's the conversation that we were having. I'm like, listen, this is how you do it. And this is also, it works because you also don't go into stores. One, you don't even go into stores that you know don't even have your shit. Like you don't have a business in H&M if you're dressing a certain way that you know that H&M doesn't even cater to. So it, it, it really solves a lot of 
drama when you're trying to uh, maybe look for a particular outfit for an event or whatever like you go to what the type of store that has that look and that's it and then even when you get into those stores you're like uh i'm not buying that because it doesn't fit this season's aesthetic or this year or however you choose to break down your look so for fall i've decided that i'm coming out of athleisure and going into um like a 80s glam so that's gonna be the aesthetic for fall lots of leather um lots of um like a like hints of like uh shoulder pads big shoulders but not like i mean this is we're talking this is inspired by okay so i'm obviously not going to be walking around looking like i've been in a music video from the 80s but it's the look okay metallics lots of gold against leather um lipstick i didn't wear lipstick mostly this summer like i did no lips at all or a nude lip and i'm going back into lipsticks i got my lipsticks that have been crying in my purses to be worn lipsticks and lots of smoked out liner like that's the look so whenever you see me bitch why do you have the same outfit on no it's a variation ho but it is definitely the look that i'll be sticking to until uh january and we'll see what spring brings but right now this is what i'm given so aesthetic is is cool and then i was um i don't know where i saw this but it was some type of meme or um twitter thread or whatever that was like telling people how to have like iconic lives and one of it one of the little things i mean it said so many on the little thread but one of the things it said was um you know be iconic by just wearing fur and heels to pump gas and i'm like oh my god maybe i'm not gonna i don't even own a fur that's on my list of things to buy so but i'd like to buy it vintage so if you guys know of a vintage fur shop let me know um but um just the whole sentiment right of being very over the top and wearing your shit and that again that was another thing that came up in me and malika's conversation yesterday was like you have sometimes you have these pieces um that you bought because they were one-time pieces that you were lusting over and you knew that if you didn't buy them then they would never be available to you ever again so you buy them and then you just sit in your closet and you're like where the fuck am i gonna wear this stuff to and you know if you live a regular life like most of us do like ordinarily like even if you get invited to a birthday party or whatever you can't wear these grammy style clothes to a birthday party because you're always going to be the overdressed bitch at these functions listen wear your shit that's what i've come to like buy the pieces that you absolutely love and wear the pieces that you absolutely love so if you have a fur don't wait to be out at like an event to wear the fur wear the fur to the motherfucking grocery store it's a jacket and it's yours and you love it and there's no reason why you don't have it on like i mean be that bitch that's walking around with the fur on at whole foods or trader joe's or wherever the hell you go at i mean maybe you shouldn't do it at like safeway but i mean sex up your grocery store run and i would you know absolutely wear it um or your shoes i mean so many girls have these amazing shoes and then we wait for there to be some reason to wear them and you don't have to so just wear your clothes so i'm definitely going to um be a subscriber to that um and really wear the stuff that I want to wear instead of wearing feeling like I have to be subdued and wear jeans all the time or um or feeling like I have to wear a certain type of jean or you know whatever so wear your stuff um okay what else did I absolutely fall in love with I was probably late to the game but avocado changed my entire fucking life since like May 
uh yeah so avocado superfood and i love it i now eat avocado several times a week i was gonna say every day but that would be a stretch but definitely several times a week and with every meal like i have it at breakfast chop it up put it over top of some turkey bacon a little salt and pepper and then voila i've got a health like straight fat and protein for breakfast at lunchtime i if i still have half the avocado left from breakfast i will do the same thing with tuna and then boom straight protein straight fat again there that goes at dinner time um you know maybe i will eat it in the guacamole form over top of my salmon um or um some other little variation but straight up avocados life changer and then i was talking about this on instagram i had did like a little um uh, thing in my stories where i started making avocado smoothies so you should probably be on instagram with this and then you would have seen that um but avocado smoothies are my new thing i went and even got a um a Nutribullet or whatever those things are, the ninjas, just for these damn avocado smoothies. So that's how that's how in love with avocados I am. I know I'm late to the game. I know I came in when Trump was, you know, about to stop the the trade of uh or the import of avocados from Mexico, and now we're paying an arm and a leg for these damn things. But I'm here and I'm happy to say that they are really life changing. And then as a little tip, if you are a smoothie person. Sub out your bananas for avocados. Sub out your mangoes for avocados. Bananas are like straight carbohydrates and they are really, you're not even tasting them in your smoothie most of the time. They put them in smoothies or you're putting them in smoothies at home for the creaminess effect. Sub them out and put avocados in. You'll get the same creaminess and absolutely no carbohydrates. Ta-da! There's a tip from me to you. Use it. It's life-changing. Um, P50 lotion. I told you guys about P50 lotion, I believe in, um, my beauty Bible episode or something to that effect. Um, but seriously, it is a game changer in the skincare lane and I'm getting ready to buy my second bottle. In fact, I'm getting ready to up the strength on this one. I bought the regular lotion and now I'm getting ready to go with the, um, the 1970 version, which has phenol in it. And hopefully I come out of here with a whole new face um, in the next two weeks. But um, just as a recap about this, because I have talked about this before, if you want to go back in more detail, you can find it in an earlier episode. But the P50 lotion is not what you think it is. It's not a traditional lotion. It's not like a creamy lotion. It's not a moisturizer. It is a toner level lotion. Um, so um, it goes on before your serum. But the ingredients in there, it's basically like a facial in a bottle, which they kind of coined it as. But it's got a bunch of different blends of acid and vinegar and stuff like that. And it literally changes your skin. So um, I just put a couple drops in my hand. Um, press my palms together and then press it onto my skin. You guys have probably been trained to put all your liquid products like onto a gauze or some type of cotton ball. Uh, that's exactly how you waste all of your fucking product by putting it on some cotton and letting the cotton absorb it and it never makes its way into your skin. You're just throwing your money down the drain. So I just press it into my hand and then pat, pat, pat around my face. Voila, move on to serums, moisturizers, makeup, whatever your life is doing. And then you have gorgeous skin. That's exactly how that needs to work so p50 lotion i will probably relink i will relink that into the show notes um where you can get it locally in the dmv um or where you can order it online guys i have to say that i love you guys so much because this my, i don't know why this should stop recording but it did and 
I was done a whole fucking episode and yeah, now I got to come back into it. I don't even know if I talked to you guys about avocado. I think I did, but I'm not going to talk to you about it again. So um, the unknown, the unknown is one of the things that I um, had to figure out this summer. I have a, um, a thing with being in control and I have a thing with always needing to lead and take direction or have no direction I'm fucking going in. And I, um, really realized that, um, that has kind of fucked me up. And so I am learning slowly. I'm even learning through this conversation with, with that I'm having with you guys right now to release some of that and not know what the fuck is going to happen next. I know that I am a pretty um, like um, direct person and I'm extroverted. And so when I get up every day, I know that even if I'm not, um, if I don't have a certain plan for what it is that I'm doing, um, or, or like a time, like I, I might not have like an itinerary from how my day is, but I know a couple of things that I want to do and I move that way and I still control the, the dynamic and um, the space that I'm moving in. And so it's really difficult for me to relax from that and um, and allow other people to control the that instead of me. And it's also difficult for me when I enter in situations that I just don't even know what's, what the outcome is going to be when there's a friendship or a relationship or a new job or whatever, to not, to not always be like so aggressively trying to control. And that is a thing. And I, it's, the, it's the control, the control, 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 control. I know that is a thing. And so I am being very conscious in this space. I, this is a new lesson that I learned to relinquish a lot of that control and just see and relax and move away from always needing to be the person who's directing stuff. Um, Because I also realized, and this was critical to me, that it was very subconscious that with that control, obviously I was trying to control things in my favor. It wasn't like if I was in a space with another person, even if it was a friendship, that I was trying to control things um, to the to the betterment of both of us. I mean, I just think it's natural that if you are the one who's leading, that you're getting some of the, maybe more of the benefit, right? So I think I was doing that now that I can take a look back and be like, oh, okay, I was trying to skew some things into my favor. And it was definitely very subconscious. I mean, it wasn't something that I was trying to do maliciously or, or whatever, but um, yeah, that was happening. So now I just want to take myself out of that space and see what happens organically without my intentional influence on every single scenario. So, um, yeah, that part I think is, is, is super critical, um, that I learn and it is going to be very frustrating because it is a process and it is, it's something that I have to, um, I have to be aware of on a daily basis when I want to like scream or grab somebody and be like, this is how the fuck we're doing this. Um, I'm going to have to just kind of zen my space out a little bit and not do exactly what I want to do and do the opposite for a while. So it's it's going to be um, 
It's going to be a frustrating process. I know that. But I think the reward is going to be a lot greater than the bullshit that I'm going to be under for this period of time. And I think that um, I have to learn how to do this. I mean, I, I just can't go around um, forcing my way through through situations. Um, and I have to be a lot more mindful of how other people feel and what their hesitations are in, in any scenario and not just try to override them. So the unknown is, is a thing that, that I am, I'm, I learned and I'm going to take forth. Um, with that said, like being still, I think, um, couples back to back with the unknown. Um, like I said, I'm extroverted and I'm always doing something. My, my day is normally filled with, with something and there's not a lot of like dead space. Um, and when there is dead space, I get very jittery and I'm like, oh my God, I'm bored. And then especially like when I'm sitting at work, right? And there's not a lot going on. I'm like, oh, I need a whole new life change. I'll come up with a new look I should have. I'm I'm coming up with things I should be doing in the next four years. Like I just never appreciate that moment to just do absolutely nothing. I always try to fill that space with something. And um, I am truly working on being still. And I used to meditate a lot, like daily. And I, for some reason, have gotten away from meditation. But that was my moment for like 15, 20 minutes every day um, to do nothing. And I really need to come back into that space um, because it was it was majorly helpful for giving yourself just a brief moment in time to reflect and let your mind completely shut off and um because otherwise mine is going crazy and I'm always like okay what can I do next what can I how how can I do blah blah blah, blah, blah. and I'm all over the place and then um that comes back to the fact that I've not been living in the unknown because I have felt like I have gotten so many different things that I could be doing and I never, you know, so those two things for me are very like, like cousins on what I need to be working on. Um, but letting myself just be still instead of always trying to fill the void in my day with some type of activity or making a phone call or, cause I do that a lot too. Like if there's nothing going on, I'll call a friend and I call these people. I have a close circle of friends. I'll call them. You know, I talk to, I talk to my friends several times a week um, I don't know how the hell people have these amazing friendships via text message. I'm not that girl. Like we are on the phone for hours. Um, but a lot of my phone calls happen when they're dead space, right? Like I'm driving home from work or I am not in the gym. It's that time where I'm like, oh my gosh, but I can drive home from work and not make a phone call. Or I can lay in bed on a Sunday morning and not make a phone call. Like I just have to learn how to do nothing. Um, I think that will open up a lot of other doors in terms of like the creativity and the things that I, projects that I want to be working on when I'm not filling those, those spaces with so many other, with so much extra noise, if I can just chill. So the chilling part is something that I completely suffer from. Anyway, those are the things that I am completely working on. Um, and that I learned, from summer 2019 that are going into fall 2019 and beyond a little skincare a little fashion style personal um things so um that's it i will be back 
next Tuesday, as promised, as always, with another episode. I have no idea what I'm going to be saying to you guys then, but I'll be back. Until next time, super ciao. All right, there it goes. Another episode in the books, episode 22. Um, Guys, I'm going to start doing this little thing on um, Instagram stories where I... You can ask me like Q&A type things. So be sure to follow me over there on Instagram at get into this podcast. Otherwise, I'm getting messages like all over Facebook and stuff like that, which are cute. And I'm happy to give you guys answers, but it will be really helpful if other people can see the same questions that you're asking. So let's hang out on Instagram instead of all across every other social network um, at get into this podcast. And then as always, remember to subscribe, share, and rate this what on whatever platform you may be listening to this on. And yeah, that's it. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.